look, we're, we're going to talk shop for just a second here. Because mm-hmm. this is where we would do a pre-roll. We have a pre-roll ad. And typically, when I sell pre-roll ads, uh, I tell them they're 20 to 30 seconds. I'm just warning you, we might go a little bit long on this one, but we're going to make it entertaining. And I'm going to explain why. Mm-hmm. One of the shows we represent is a show called uh, I Was There Too. I happen to love it. The comedian Matt Gorley from Super Ego is the host. He interviews actors who were in pivotal scenes of major motion pictures, but who were not the focus of those movies. And they talk about their experience on set and being on that movie, you know. So, uh. like, the woman who had the baby carriage in uh, The Untouchables, like, talks about her day on set. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. It's a great show. My baby! Ma- yes. Matt Gorley is one of the funniest humans on the planet, which every time I drink with him, I tell him many, many times in a row. But he read this note to his... Because he had the same advertiser who we have. The advertiser is Mac Weldon. And he said, it says right here, from advertiser, we want the ads to be done by the podcasters mm. in their tone. Yes. So if they swear when describing our product, let them swear up a storm. And so Mac Gorley proceeded to say, well, fuck. <laughs> 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 this is the underwear to wear if you want to say fucking <laughs> Like, it was really funny. So feel free to swear. And uh, by the way, uh, safety warning, don't have your children listen to this episode. So this episode of Turning Car Man is brought to you by those fine motherfuckers at Mac Weldon. Uh, they're a New York company. They live and breathe New York. And here's what they did. They said, hey, we want every host who's show we're sponsoring to spend $150 on Mac Weldon stuff. Sweet. Um, so we had a better yeah. promo code than you get. You get the TTCA promo code, which gets you 20% off. But we got 100% off. Uh, <laughs> only one of us, I'm not going to name names, John Armstrong, John Armstrong, but only one of us um, uh, spent more than the 150 we were allotted. <laughs> <laughs> I spent twelve dollars more. Yeah, you owe Mac Weldon twelve dollars. Twelve bucks. I've you could take it um, out of my three dollars so, I'm gonna make from this read. We, <laughs> terrible. But so they sell all <laughs> kinds of undergarment type things, t shirts, boxers, boxer briefs, trunks, socks. They sell all those things. They believe in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping. It's naturally antimicrobial. Let me try that one more time. It's naturally antimicrobial, which eliminates odor, which is good because mm-hmm. You know, we want you to be comfortable. <laughs> it's summer. If, if you don't like your first pair, keep it. They'll give you a refund. Underwear, socks, and shirts should look good and perform. Perfect for the guy going for a run or running for the bus. Uh, I do run for the bus sometimes. I'm wearing Mac Weldon right now. Both both my boxers and my t-shirt today are from Mac Weldon. I, I you guys have the clothes. I'm loving them. Are yeah. you loving them? Yes, I, totally. I so I wore. I I, I got uh, where I overspent was I'm A B testing. <laughs> The two white t-shirts. One is just a t-shirt, and the other one is a, an undershirt. And I can tell you right now, the undershirt is heavier than just the mm. t-shirt. So, um, anyway, uh, I have a regular t-shirt. I'm wearing one right now. Feels amazing. Like totally, um, it's, I would say better than American Apparel. Uh, and like they're suck nicest, on that American Apparel, yeah. you bitches. Their nicest t-shirt. <laughs> this is Adver- nicer. Advertisers next week. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, I I wore one, another one. I so I wore another one and I wore it and I walked right. to work. You have five hundred different pieces of metal and garments since you overspent. You're, yeah, your A B C D E chesting. You guys, you guys focused on. <laughs> actually, no, it was one of the pairs of socks um, that my daughter wanted me to get when I showed her the stuff. Anyway, because uh, that was twelve dollars. So listen, I'm I'm. I'm holding in my hands a shirt that I wore a couple days ago and walked to work in the Brooklyn humidity and heat. <laughs> now, and I'm smelling the shirt right now. I'm going to do it again for you. Yep. <laughs> smells awesome. Seriously, I sweat 
gobs over the shirt, like dripping wet, stained, embarrassed to walk around, but right. everyone does it in New York because it's so yeah. damn humid and hot. Right. And does not smell. It smells great. Yeah. So so the thing is the bottom line with these shirt the shirts is, is if you're looking for something to make soup out of, it's not a good shirt. Yeah. It is not. But if you're looking for something that's comfortable to wear and isn't gonna mm-hmm. stink you up for the whole day. It's yeah. the best, one of the best shirts that you could possibly buy. So go to MacWeldon.com, M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N, MacWeldon.com. Use promo code T-T-C-A. Hey, that's like our acronym for 20% off. Uh, MacWeldon, we're not fucking around. That's not their tagline, but it should be. <laughs> well, I'm John Maltz, and I'm fucking wearing some MacWeldon <laughs> underwear. <laughs> I'm Lex Friedman, and I love my fucking MacWeldon underwear. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I think we're, we're we're swearing we're swearing a lot more than we normally do. <laughs> because we're so excited about the underwear. Yeah, go ahead. We really are. Welcome. Turning this car. Listen, this is this is the dream, right? I mean, you, you yeah. get into podcasting, you get into <laughs> podcasting, and you think mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to tell some stories and make some people laugh, make some people feel and think. Mm-hmm. But really, what you're you're thinking is, I want to get some free fucking underwear. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's like you get into this racket for Macwell. <laughs> and when Lex much. said that we were getting free underwear, I was just like, I, like, I you know. I, now I'm somebody. He ran upstairs and told now his I'm, wife, it's all worth it. Oh, it's I did. <laughs> oh, I did. I told Would my wife first thing. I am I, getting free podcasting underwear. I will share no screenshots, but I have never <laughs> seen our group iMessage thread come to life as much as it did. I was like, hey, guys, you each have $150 to spend at Macwell. Oh, my God. Yeah. There was some celebration in that iMessage thread. Oh, totally. I mean, this is stuff that I probably wouldn't buy for myself. You know, I wouldn't think to buy it for myself. But now right. that I have the experience, it's like, you know what? I'm seriously, like, those socks are amazing, really good. And I know we're technically past the pre-roll, but, like, the stuff's really good. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes, this you know, it's only about Magwell. We're always yeah, going like to talk about underwear. Well, the thing is, is that, you know, sometimes when you do sponsor reads, uh, you don't, you know, you might get a free thing or whatever. And, you know, it's fine. It's great. But in this case, they've really, like, they've raised the bar in menswear i think in terms of under foundation wear if you call that an underwear under just sure. undergarment under foundation. Whatever. my, my under foundation needs my a lot under of attention <laughs> <laughs> the question i have uh, for both of you is yeah. where is your scrotum right now like how low is it hanging <laughs> well listen i i'm, I'm gonna segue to talking about our kids uh speaking of scrotums mm-hmm. um <laughs> no speaking of clothes so the kids, the girls go to uh, swim club camp. Mm-hmm. And earlier this week, they started saying to my wife, uh, whom they know as mom. Uh, <laughs> oh, great. Like, what? They didn't say it in convenient. this language, but the message was like, what the hell is going on? Where are the things you're supposed to be sending in camp for end of your show or end mm-hmm. of summer show? And she's like, what are you talking about? She's like, you got emailed about it. They told you we need the red shirts and the black shorts. You have to Uh-oh. send it all in because we're decorating ahead of time. Oh, no. And she's like, I didn't get any of these emails. And so it turned out she didn't get any. Of these. The camp has had trouble emailing my wife all summer long. I don't know why. Uh-huh. Um, probably she gets too many Mac Weldon newsletters. I don't know. But so. <laughs> um, <a laughs> inbox forwarded inbox her, full. Yeah. And <laughs> forwarded her the email. And so they did. They, they By today, they needed to come in with red T-shirts. The black shorts was no problem. They don't have red t-shirts that we were willing to have them decorate. So the kids are panicking because the counselor said, if you can bring them in on Wednesday, that's even better. Mm. And Lauren's like, well, 
we didn't get the email. You can't bring them in on Wednesday. So you can just tell them, oh, I'll have them on Thursday. So Ooh. it's 8.50 p.m. Mm. last night. No, 8.47 p.m. last night. Lauren says, hey, can you just look up how late AC Moore is open? And I said, it's open till 9. You have 13 minutes. And she's like, okay, I'm just going to start a load of laundry first because she's a rebel. <laughs> so she starts a load of laundry, gets in the car, speeds. Like the, the electric car has never gone this fast. And she mm. gets to AC Moore and they're open, uh, but they are out of red shirts. Apparently a huge camp run on red shirts. Like, <laughs> Wonder, yeah, uh, strange. I'm like, I'm like, you are going to be the worst mother ever if you don't pull this through. Because like we reassured yeah. our panicky kids, you're going to get these t-shirts. And so luckily Target saved the day. And then she felt so guilty about having almost missed the search. She also bought them bandanas for Color Wars. And of course, Color War, their team color is blue. So that was a blue bandana. But so the clothes all worked out. But man, when, <laughs> when camp and school are like, hey, make sure your kid has these things. I find that very stressful. So hang on, so you're saying your kids go to a summer camp where there's there are color wars. Uh, there is a color war at their <laughs> camp, yes. Okay. All right. Okay. That's the way you want to raise your children. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I I I have to say, uh we're we're entering week two. Well, we're entering. It's technically it's into well into week two of uh my oldest daughter's first sleepaway camp experience. I've gotten two letters from her, received two, uh, and I got my first letter back because I was addressing it to all the girls. Like I had an, a letter for each kid that we I know that is at that camp, um, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, my girlfriend's two and mine. And then uh, a friend's got her kids, her oldest there as well. And actually she shares a, she's in Lita's bunk. So I decided I'd be egalitarian and write everybody a nice note, including my daughter. And... Everybody got theirs except for my daughter, it appears, because mine came back, and I didn't get it back until two days ago. So I'm freaking out. So you sent you sent letters to everybody but your daughter. But my daughter, essentially. So then what I did was She'll I ran fine. to the post office. Priority box, large. Cannot recommend that enough, by the way. Did the thing where I you the USPS tells you, here's how, you know, from where you're located, where you're, the zip code you're mailing this from, Here's how long it's going to take to get there. One day, $17. Uh, Let's just say I went to the grocery store and I bought some things uh, (laughs) that were guilt-riddled purchases. Twizzlers, yeah, against camp against camp policy. Actually, the camp says you can you can send food. It has to be there has to be enough for everybody in the bunk though. So oh, there's seventeen oh, kids in Lita's bunk. Man, why does so, camp have to be so communist? Yeah, really. So, two packs of Twizzlers, uh, a b- big bag of peanuts. So M&Ms. Lex's Lex's kids are going to a, going to a racist camp, and yours are going to a communist camp. That's just that's great. <laughs> uh, yes. It's, it's, it's not technically it's communist, it's socialist. It's more social. But um Yeah. Uh yeah. So um besides the fact that I'm just like I'm missing my daughter, I've had some solo time with, with Marlo, who's awesome. And her camp is a, an arts camp, and they have the shirts there. So when you go in, the shirt is there. Boom. No, no need to that's, yeah. Yeah. That's better. Right. <laughs> so they they're like, we know that parents are, you know, dumb. And yeah right <laughs> and riddled with you know anxiety and stress so well if it had been if it had been hank at that camp he, we wouldn't have known until that day right the, like 20 <laughs> seconds before you're walking out the door to the camp going out the door yeah <laughs> i yeah, remember right. when i went to summer camp right. sleepaway right. camp my parents sent me with a stack of address stamped envelopes uh so i could write them letters and in the heat of camp the envelopes <laughs> sealed shut 
like the glue got moist enough that the envelopes were sealed shut. And so my solution was, eh, fuck it. And <laughs> right. So sure. They, they would, they sent me letters every day. Like that was their thing. They sent letters every day. And my dad would like cut out, <laughs> this is all coming back to me. He would cut out uh, newspaper comics. Um, I wasn't a big newspaper comics reader, but he was yeah. like, well, you'll need reading material there at camp, mm-hmm. I guess. So he would send me like a bunch of the comics, like the black and white ones from the weekdays and then the color ones from the weekends. And he would send me like uh, random articles he thought I might find interesting. I was definitely the cool kid. Um, then the letters would become, uh, we are not going to send any more letters if we don't hear from you soon. It's been weeks and you have all those envelopes that I'm thinking, but not communicating. I'm thinking, well, they're all sealed shut. So what the hell am I supposed to do? Yeah. yeah. And then they're like, this is the last just- letter I will send until we hear from you. And then I was like, you run out the door to, to your next class. Right. <laughs> okay, that's fine. And Good so, to know. Sorry to hear that. Well, anyway, they were they were uh, unhappy, but it was fine. Like there was no punishment per se, but they they definitely like when I came and I was like, look, this is the situation. They're like, well, you could have done something. I was like, yeah, I could have, but you know mm-hmm. what I did? Not something. <laughs> Jack shit. <laughs> I went to arts and crafts. That's yeah. what I did. Okay, I so myself. how old? John, did you go to sleepaway camp ever? Oh, yeah. Okay, yes. and ha- okay, and, and Lex, like you did too. So, what were your ages that you guys went for the first time? I would have been nine. Wow. Uh, I think I was ten. Yeah, it was probably like ten. I was probably like ten. And uh, and growing up in Connecticut, and my parents put me on a plane and sent me to Colorado for a month. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. yeah. It seems like you, so, you're bittersweet on these memories. It seems uh, like. Just the ha- half of that. <laughs> you did not like summer camp. I did not. Well, yeah, you know what? I, I never liked summer camp. I never liked summer camp. I liked it better later. I ended up going to gymnastic camp when I was in gymnastics in junior high school. And that was okay because I knew like the other guys on the team. And, you know, mm. th- you know going to freaking Colorado, I knew no one. Right. So. And I ended up having a good time, like, like the last four days. <laughs> well, I was going to say, so it was it was know. three and a half weeks of utter misery, and then and then, uh, and then like days of awesome. three or four days, yeah. And then there was a and then there was a flash flood at the end, the last night. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. I told this. Yeah, I told the story, and all and all the luggage washed into the Snake River. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be bummed if that's the, that uh, that happens at, at Lita's camp because getting you paid a lot for that luggage. Well, here's, I did, did actually, um, the trunk was not cheap. Um, and I ordered it thinking, and it was one of those like customizable things. So we had three trunks in this apartment and everybody had their own unique colors and we're trying to get three girls packed. It was crazy getting out the door. I mean, just insane. The amount right. of crap that, you know, cause everyone's going for three weeks. So there's lawn, you know, there's like, um, yeah, uh, bedding towels quilts and times three so one kid would be like oh wow or two would be oh that's really but three kids and here's the other thing i appreciated the dramatic reenactments of what it'll be like with one and two kids there that was good yeah yeah one kid's like whoa and two kids like oh my god and three kids are like holy fucking shit yeah thank you um yeah. under underwear level alert yeah like <laughs> <laughs> definitely underwear level and and Lita had to have a bunch of stuff at the last minute. And the other thing was, is I sent her to camp and thank goodness we got a, a, a note from my girlfriend's oldest who said, 
yeah, our boots don't work. So I need boots and Lita needs boots. Our so boots don't work. Um, they, that was like day two. These, walking. The, yeah, right. These boots right. were made for walking. We need boots for hiking. so i jump on amazon and i'm like oh god you know i'm trying to like figure out okay well she's this size they don't have anything they can you know there's no prime options zappos is kind of limited i find a pair and they're by far the nicest shoes i've ever they were riding boots for horseback riding because that's every girl's dream right is to be able to ride a horse that's the yeah part of part of the allure of this camp is the horse situation that's the part of the allure of life Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see right that. there. I think you're right. Think so. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I got the boots out there. Haven't heard a word. Don't know. Have no clue. Nah. I assume she. <laughs> yeah. Got well. Them. It, well. I assume she's. Yes. Them. They must have. You would have heard if they had not. I. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I. The second letter, uh, came you know last night, and according to the USPS, the the box arrived yesterday. So, oh, so I got her. I'm homesick. Note, but inside the box that i sent i also included the stuffed animal that she forgot to take to camp father kind of hoping kind of hoping we up level it out here you know anyway and i'm going to see her in a couple days because it's parent day man how far is it to camp from where you are uh about an hour and a half maybe oh not too bad three hours in the car for visiting and you're going to spend what like three hours there something like that yeah yeah good times yeah, well, we drove over there, d- dropped them off. We were out in an hour. I mean, the drop-off was insane. By the way, the drop-off, I was not prepared mentally or physically oh. for what that was going to be like. <laughs> and the Did thing you, is... There were feats of strength? It was not just feats of strength. <laughs> it was the parental energy in the bunks dropping the other girls off. It's an all-girls camp, Yeah. first of all. Right. Second of all... Holy shit. The mom energy. You're identifying who the weirdos are. It's the mom energy. <laughs> These are mothers who are making beds and snapping things around and ordering. You know, they're like used to being the boss. Very type A. Yep. Yep. And I'm yep. like, okay, all you people need to get out of here so I can think, first of all. <laughs> Second of all. <laughs> like, where the hell is all this shit supposed to go? Yeah. <laughs> but they had these awesome volunteers that were great. They were super helpful and the camp was awesome. But man, it, it took about 20 minutes for me to go, okay, mom, calm your shit out. Seriously, it's camp. <laughs> was that successful at helping the moms to calm their shit out? Uh, your, it, your I didn't actually say it out loud. It was in my head. Oh, I said that you were thinking it. Got it, got it, got it. Mm-hmm. I could see you making a formal announcement. Attention all moms here, please calm your shit out. Like I, 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 was, <laughs> I was about 10 seconds away a couple of times and I'm like, okay, don't do that. You don't, don't ruin your daughter's camp experience 20 minutes into it. <laughs> so I, I, the other thing was, is it's, you know, I, I'd never, I've Wait, had that's for, that's what parents day is for. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Plenty I'm of hoping, time for that. I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm getting ready for that. Gearing up with an yeah, agenda um, <laughs> of pain. Um, no, um, I hadn't gone through this experience. I don't, I had no clue. You know, the only camp I did was scout camp and I didn't, mm-hmm, I went a few mm-hmm. years to that. It's very so, different. Wait a second. The only camp you went to scout camp and yet you went to this camp and weren't prepared? Is that your conclusion here? No, 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 no. I was, uh, we had all the crap. Like no, the this checklist. Was, this was that a hilarious we were... joke that like bombed, but I'm saying you were a <laughs> yes. scout. Yeah, I got yeah, it. Right? Uh, yes, yes, oh, yes, I, get right. it. I got the joke. Not prepared. Oh I didn't get it, but okay. go ahead. Be prepared ahead, the scout her. motto. <laughs> For those of you who may not know. <laughs> um, I'm unsubscribing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I actually, I think technically 
I think we're all quitting the show right now. Um, <laughs> anyway, so, okay. I wasn't just, I just wasn't ready for what that was going to look like. Scout camp is you have your backpack, you you get your tent set up, you throw your shit in the tent, you walk away and oh, go tie knots. Sounds or horrible. Or start fires <laughs> and, knots. you know, pick on other kids. They're, they're well, immediately, so, they're immediately there. Yeah, the first thing they get, they're, just, they're all starting fires. Because mm-hmm. that's what they, you know, you do what you know. Right? Did you and or the daughter get emotional during drop off? The emotion was, Dad, don't make a big deal of anything right now. <laughs> Express, do not have an expression on your like, face. Do not embarrass me in front of my new best friends for life. Yeah. And I was like, listen, I'm just trying to help you get set up, okay? Because she would come and go. Like, she, I'm like, where the hell is she? She's not helping with the bed. She's over there. She's doing this. She's running around. So I didn't even, I didn't even get a chance to say goodbye to her. And they're having like the camp meeting. And the camp director goes and gets her, comes running up the hill. I give her a big <laughs> oh hug. God. Done. That was it. That was the emotion. How did you miss saying goodbye? That seems like a, I, I'm blaming you for that. Because one. I had to, okay, so I, I'm, <laughs> let's just say there was another part of the check-in experience that I was not aware that that would take a while. And that is, uh, Lita has allergies. So I had to check in the allergy um, medicine. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Mm. Meeting with the infirmary, making sure they know your kid's not going to die and it's fine. Mm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, right, also, fine. I think Lita's allergic to, to certain penicillins based on marlo's experience with penicillin and their mothers i see so i had to express that also right you wanted them to know the deal i get it yeah i get it you can't you can't shortchange that stuff i take back my snark (laughs) all right uh okay so too late anyway it's it's over yeah i'm in tears all the time basically that's what i'm getting at (laughs) there was a a thing that we need to talk about a little uh, i think the podcast word is follow up follow up it's technically two words yeah did you guys check the Twitter feed of turning this car around? Um, there's a there's a Twitter feed. No, I, I have been, I have I read it always, but I don't know what you're referring to. We got a response <laughs> from Timothy. Oh, the Death Coaster. Uh, I'm gonna mispronounce his last name. Resendez. R- 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 yeah, mm-hmm. that's the one. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Thank you, first of all, for sending in the link. And what he sent was an uh, oz.com, ozy.com link from February 16th of 2015 to an article called Roller Coaster of Death. I did read it. Maltz, did you read this? I did not. I'm going to send so, it to you right let me now. see. Let me see if I can describe this right. Because I, I read it all. I appreciated the tweet. And it was a kind of like a, a, an art project, essentially, coming up with this thing. Oh, okay. And the inventor has designed a roller coaster that is effectively also for assisted suicide. Correct. So it goes up and up and up and up really, really high, higher than the tallest roller coaster that currently exists. It doesn't exist, to be clear. It doesn't exist yet. It was just no. a theory. But it goes, it goes really high. And then at the end, you can push a button, one to say, like, I love you, and one to say, like, kisses or something. But then when you're ready, you can say, you know... Uh, abort this i want to stay alive which is unusual for aborting something uh, or like i'm ready let's do it and so when you hit the i'm ready let's do it button you plummet down at g forces so strong that you'll die and just in case it doesn't kill you there's a couple more downward plummets to to make sure it's really it sticks mm-hmm. <laughs> and the idea is because of the way the brain handles this oxygen deprivation you should experience euphoria right before the uh, death yeah moment strikes so they're saying uh, it's a 500 meter drop initially, and that's that, a lot of feet for those of you in America. And <laughs> so that's basically like the top of World Trade Center One, the new World Trade Center building. 
So you would <laughs> climb that high on a coaster and then drop. And then you go through a series of loops that increasingly get smaller. I don't think I would experience euphoria. I, I don't think I would either. I would experience a uh, an avoiding of my bowels. Uh, that's going to happen either way. I would ruin my new, my new underwear. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it's anti Who wants to do that? Fine. Who wants to do that? Um, did you see, this is related, not changing topics, but just broadening. Mm-hmm. Did you see the story about the woman in Europe somewhere who had been a nurse for years and years and decided she did not want to get old the way that old people do. And so uh, she was totally healthy, but killed herself in her mid seventies using some painless method or other, because she has seen people getting old and withering away and didn't want to be one of them. Uh, I did not. I think I, no, I don't think I heard that story or saw that story. Oh, I'll get you the link, but um, for the show notes and whatnot. Um, But that I didn't like that story. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a tough it's a tough thing yeah i mean i you know i i logically kind of i can understand it but i can't stand it emotionally right yeah right i i have to say this as a parent i think i'm i'm going to make sure that i have a great deal of um health directives done so that when it comes time my girls won't have to wet it like Here's, and you know, any loved ones will be able to go, here's what he wants, the end. The reason I feel like this is because of what my mom did and how it really, I think it saved us some really agonizing choices. Mm. Right. It's, it's basically, it's a way for you to get control of your death experience when, but you do it before you're like unconscious or whatever, like it instructs the doctors what they can and can't do and you know, there's, it's, it's like a legally binding document. And so anyway, it's, it's in a way, it's a way to control your passing it, because you can say, no, I want every heroic method ever. Right. Save me. <laughs> no expense shall be spared. Right. Or <laughs> just let me go. Essentially. Yeah. Uh, right. It's called the That's DNR. Do not resuscitate. And right. We have two, we have, we have an interesting situation in our house because we have two vastly different <laughs> views sets of well no no who wants all the stops pulled parental out? experiences right so so my parents oh, prepare for prepare for everything and i think you know possibly over prepare like you know my my mother is very concerned about leaving a mess for us and does not want to do that and i've talked about this before where i think like you know the time that we went through my grandfather's house and clean things that was actually fun but that's okay that's her that's her decision so that's that's fine and it will i'm sure you know when that unfortunate time does come it'll be a lot easier um and then and i don't know exactly what their wishes are for you know end of life exactly um but i would be very surprised if they have not explicitly written those down someplace karen's parents are not don't want to deal with it yeah. are not ready are not ready to approach that still some that denial topic. about their own mortality yeah yeah mm. think everything is fine they'll be yep. <laughs> well parents parents or if you're want to you are gonna die um <laughs> thanks lex <laughs> spoiler alert <laughs> now, now i gotta deal with that <laughs> i don't so, know if there's a swear word possible to indicate what just it's, happened there. it's it's not a fun <laughs> topic right no it's you not know? no it's not. no and yeah. Well, here's the thing. I don't feel like I don't know that I'm going to be very good at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The dying or the acknowledging that you're going to die part. The acknowledging. 
Yeah. I, I mean, think I'm going to be great at dying. I'm going to be terrible at dying. <laughs> I know I'm going to be bad at dying. I'm just going to be, I'm going to be crying. And, you know, you get, they're going to have to drag me into that. Well, let me ask you guys this. As a, a parent to one and two kids, respectively, you, I think, have it slightly easier than I do when it comes time to when you're filling out, like, life insurance benefit mm-hmm. recipients. Like, I can say it's my wife, and if she's dead, let's divide it amongst my kids. But you guys can say 100% to this kid or 50-50, where I have to be, like, 33, <laughs> 33, and 34. <laughs> and so what my strategy has been is when I do that, I, I rotate which kid gets the 34. So like not paying any attention to what the values of these different things are, but like for my work provided uh, life insurance, right. one kid gets it. And for my personally funded life insurance, another kid gets it. And so that's been my strategy. But are they all going to hate me? That's the question. Oh, there's, yeah, don't, they're all going to hate you anyway. But, you know, the other thing you could, you could give that 1% to the dog. <laughs> yep. Cody. I thought you were going to say to you. But yeah, Cody's not a bad idea. Oh, well, no, that'd be even better, actually. I should have thought of that. <laughs> Did well, not think of what that. What I was going to suggest is do 33.3, and then you have 0.1%, and that 0.1% could go to a foundation mm-hmm. or a thing right. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, we've, that's, and, we, you know, even though we have just the one kid, we've spread it out to include other people as well. Um, you know, I mean, if we were to go suddenly, we would want Karen's... Karen's, yeah, no pod, no co-hosts on podcast. Oh. Uh, that, that's explicitly all... that's explicitly written into. <laughs> it says, we don't care if they married in somehow. <laughs> they may not benefit. I don't care if they tried to save our lives. Yeah. It's just not not. Yeah, that's not happening. Um, but like, uh, you know, if we go, we want Karen's parents to get some, and and my niece and nephew to get some, and you know, so he's not getting everything. He's not getting everything. Right. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. So here's the problem with with the the euthanasia coaster. One, <laughs> not bloody enough. Two, no zombies. Three, there's no exit. There's no store when you're done. Like you can't buy stuff. <laughs> yeah. The, the the photo is very unpopular on this one. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's no. It's the last photo you're gonna have of Grammy. <laughs> Yeah. Look how euphoric she looks. No, I think that's right. just dead. Right? I think that she's... it too. <laughs> well, what you would do is you'd have some software algorithms to kind of shop into it, you know, like Photoshop into it, a euphoria, like they do a facial analysis. Right. And they take they the would... whole coaster out and it just looks like grandma's jumping for joy one last mm-hmm. time. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bye, kids. <laughs> I mean, if uh, we want to keep in the depressing, depressing space, did we talk about. Who, um, sure, yeah, no. Who mm-hmm. gets your kids if you, uh, if you uh, are, if no birth parents or if no parent parents are available? So I'm trying to cover both John and his ex and the Moltzes. But if all of you are dead, who gets the kids? Mm. Uh, uh, my brother and his wife. Do they have kids of their own right now? Uh, yeah, grown, grown kids. Oh, okay, okay. So right now, the way it is, is I don't, I don't think I. I don't think my family, I don't think I've talked about everybody in my family with this. So there's a representative from my family uh, and a representative from my ex's family. And they agreed that if something happened, they would... Each they get each of them gets one kid. <laughs> no, th- what it is is each of them gets to represent the kids if they're minors and represents the interests of the kids. And then they figure out what the best would be for the kids. But they have to work together to do that. Basically, it's a way of ensuring that each kid is represented and that they work with the executor to figure out what the best 
things, you know, best circumstance for the kids will be. A little goofy. It sounds goofy, but it's actually really awesome, especially for little kids. You know, they can't always express things. And so basically it gives kind of a proxy parent instead of just mm -hmm. having, you know, a single family, it keeps the extended family involved, which is good. It's really good. And it also, um, like Alex sort of made that sexy somehow. <laughs> well, Lex makes a lot of things sexy. Really I wasn't good. trying to make it it's sexy. Real, wow, man. No, it's, no. <laughs> it's good to have all those parents involved. I genuinely meant it. It's genuinely a good thing. All those parental type figures involved. Um, yeah. yeah for, like for a while, it was my wife's parents um, as the first choice, only because w we knew that they could at least successfully bring kids to, you know, adulthood with her sister and her sister, with her sister who at the time wasn't even engaged as the backup. Mm. And now her sister's about to get married in November. And so I'm thinking like, it's going to be time to swap that stuff up. So, because mm -hmm. like no, nothing, and I have no idea even what my sister-in-law's parenting style will be. And obviously like if it happened, it totally sucks for her too, let alone my kids. But like, Hey, I'm just trying to start a family. Now I've got to take care of these three other kids. <laughs> like, it's no fun for anybody, is my point. But um, <laughs> everybody's suffering equally. But so I, I think we're going to change it up. Not because there's anything wrong with my in-laws parenting style, but just because, you know, they're freaking old. They ain't getting any younger. Right, right. Yeah. They're almost Moltz's age, for crying out. Yeah. Well, my, and my, bro my brother's older than me, so I'm sure he wouldn't be like... You know, I mean, he lo he loves my son, but he he'd probably be like, "Here we go again." <laughs> oh boy, crusty. <laughs> that was crusty mixed with the Frankenstein monster on the Cinderella. yeah, right. <laughs> We're ready now, John. Okay, no, no, that's fine. That's fine. This, this, there's a story that was out uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, where there were two women who were best friends since whatever, you know, fifth grade or something, and one of them passed away. And before she passed away, she said, "Listen, will you take care of my kids?" And the, the woman, the other woman who was her best friend, was like, "Of course I will." And there were four kids, and so this woman died, and the other woman said, "Who said yes?" She got all these kids in, and she's a single mom, and. Or the, the 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 woman who passed away was a single mom, and um, I don't know what all that entails, but that was how the story was written. So, anyway, so this other woman said, "Yeah, I'll take the kids." So here you go. Here's four kids. Boom. Wow. Yeah. So, but you know, wow, That's what a no nice joke. lady, and how awesome is that? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And, and they're young kids too. Like these are not you know, eighteen year olds. These are younger children. So mm -hmm. nice. There's nice people. They're not. They're not on this. They're not on this podcast. But yes, they're. Yeah. Well. <laughs> by the way, did I tell you about how fucking awesome Mac Weldon is? <laughs> can, can we get back to underwear for a minute? That was right. a happier. That was a little bit of a happier topic. How are you guys doing right now? We've been in the show, you know, roughly thirty something minutes. How are you feeling? I've had these on since yesterday, and I'm still. I feel like a, like a like a baby. Let mm. me just say that. Thank goodness for microbial antimicrobial technology. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You know what? I should oh, I should have gotten the socks. See, <laughs> shoot. Listen, I, I, got, I, got foot, I got foot problems, man. I don't. know You want to talk about my feet problems? Yes. Oh, oh shit. That's why I got into this. <laughs> <laughs> Reason number four. 
I yeah, thought I wanted that. free underwear, <laughs> and I wanted to hear about <laughs> Moltz's feet. <laughs> That's why we do what we do. That's sweet, but I know it's a lie. It's about the giving. <laughs> okay. The giving of information about my my <laughs> flaking flaking feet. Do you do, do your shoes smell? Um, mine do not. My shoe? No, my shoes are. I don't have a. I don't have a huge odor problem except for my uh, my Tevas. Mm. Stick those in the direct sunlight all day. Direct sunlight all day. Yeah, okay. I know that in the Northwest that's not possible. I'm gonna do that. No, today it's gonna be damn possible. This summer has been crazy warm and sunny, so I will do that. This I will do that this afternoon. Both my girls like to not wear socks, and um, that was the trick that I learned. That was just amazing. Okay, direct right. sunlight for few hours whatever six hours and they go and they and you can literally hear them going (laughs) shriveling up and dying yeah the the bacteria whatever's making the smells right right melting the bacteria the bacteria that mac weldon underwear is anti it's protected against it's totally opposed to right yeah microbial bacteria (laughs) my favorite kind of bacteria by Mm -hmm. the way if you you were to rank them all (laughs) microbial is your favorite i don't like to play favorites <laughs> the, that's why you only have the one kid that's right that's right it was it was that or play favorites and i was like no no i'm not doing it i'm just not gonna do it <laughs> you can't not i mean right no it's i believe that's that. why you got the dog so that you could yeah, you know exactly very that's obviously 1%. prefer the dog and then no and no one would think twice about it exactly right i am it takes, I am. takes the pressure off Cody gets sixty percent of my estate. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners out there, if you want to leave some of your estate to Cody, by all means. Because mm. <laughs> Lex apparently isn't. Right, he's on his own. Jeez, mm. I, if I don't nice. outlive my dog, there's a serious problem. <laughs> yeah. Well, you get to you get to be my age, Lex. This becomes a concern. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, I got a thirty-year-old dog. I've been watching. Uh, Wet Hot American Summer on Netflix. Yeah, I was going to was thinking maybe we should talk about that. And mm-hmm. I have to say, you know, it's the the new series based on the movie. It's a prequel, even though the actors mm-hmm. are like twenty years older. Which it's is so freaky. It's so weird to watch that. That is hysterical. Uh, there's it's a great funny. scene, I think, in the second episode where Elizabeth Banks is going to go undercover as an mm-hmm. investigative journalist, and she's like. I'm in my 20s, but I think I can pass for 16. <laughs> and they're like, you can't possibly. And then she like clips her hair. But like, oh my God, you look 16. Yeah, that's <laughs> so funny. Um, but man, like obviously that everything about that is like somewhere between surreal and slapstick comedy. Yeah. But it really does take me right back to that mental headspace of summer camp. Like, yes. In an instant. Like it is exactly yeah. everything I remember about summer camp. Yeah. I am not the boy who shit in his swimsuit though. That's not me. Mm. <laughs> Having gone to summer camp, Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like the counselors are are a hell of a lot better than they were when when I went. Mm. With the counselors on Wet Hot American Summer, or the counselors in reality. No, the counselors are in reality at, at the when, at the YMCA camp that Hank and I went to. Um, you know, forty seven episodes ago, uh, they seemed very professional and knowledgeable. I mean, like these these they they knew a bunch of stuff about like marine biology and all kinds of things that they were teaching the kids. Whereas like that one that I went to in Colorado, like, <laughs> these people, they knew how to walk. That was what, that was their, that was the skill set. You're going to walk these kids around. So you need to know how to walk. <laughs> and, and that was about, that was they about could it. Speak, right. They were, they had, they the could speak to communicate yeah, in some way. Yeah. 
they knew how to shoot a bow and arrow, mm-hmm. <laughs> but they were not exactly uh, experts in much, mm. and certainly not experts in in uh, taking care of kids. Yeah, I think the rise in early childhood development degrees is probably got something to do with that because then you could say you know possibly i was a counselor at camp yeah. super so awesome. that's what so that's why wet hot american summer makes me me you know, like yeah i mean they, they the counselors seem completely inept and that was my experience yeah. yeah 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 i mean i was a counselor and i was way too young to be a counselor i became a camp counselor when i was 15 years old and that was just totally just, unacceptable yeah that seems too young yeah but still I mean, kind I of awesome right i mean oh yeah no i was my own hero but still it was uh, <laughs> <laughs> again <laughs> those those poor children is all i can think of yeah at that time lex's lex's will left 100 percent to himself <laughs> <laughs> i had not seen the entire movie the the first the original and so my girlfriend was like we are watching this tonight because the episodes come out tomorrow and i will be starting those so we're watching this tonight i'm like great i've never seen it i've only seen snippets you know i've heard stories so we watched it. It's very funny, you know. Obviously, it's hilarious, and it's it's got the um, kind of not quite Dadaist, but these like uh, <laughs> it's super absurdist and crazy and improbable. And th- there's nothing, you know, like it's completely all fiction. There's no semblance of anything. Like meatballs, you could kind of believe that that could happen. This, there's no <laughs> yeah. way. Like, no, it's there's clear no way. That this is a fantasy yeah. comedy world. It's yeah. And so, what was crazy was to watch that movie and see everybody you know 15 years ago or whatever how 18 years whenever they shot it and now and um like show walter you know he's body oh changed know. and <laughs> i mean he's still like the person like i buy him as the character and they have like a, they have like a mop on his head yeah but it's just that weird wig and it's um yeah but like what's really interesting is like janine garofalo looks great polar like everybody looks great it's i mean yeah the women especially look great i think yeah um, yeah some of, the, some of the guys look <laughs> pretty hammered. <laughs> like pretty. Yeah. S- some are worse for wear. <laughs> Which is mm-hmm. what I mean. To, to me, that's like the funniest, funniest part. It's just you know they were supposed they were too old to be playing the people they were playing fifteen years ago. Right. And it's fifteen years later, and they're and they're playing them like weeks earlier. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's not even a, like a sequel. It's a prequel. The- the big surprise for me is the dude from CSI. Uh, what's his name? Or not CSI, SVU. Um, oh, Chris Maloney? He, uh, yeah, he yeah. does tons of, uh, Christopher Maloney does tons of comedy stuff, but he's just yeah. so well known for SVU that nobody knows. Yeah, he's like very funny. Like he, he bought into that role. He like, he went all the way in and um, that was amazing to watch. Very yeah. funny. And the state, oh, the one state guy that's like, doesn't look that, that changed is, um, he was always kind of the good looking guy from the state. Um, Marino, David Ken Marino. Marino. Oh, Ken Marino. Oh, yeah. right, right. He's got the curly wig. Like <laughs> yeah, he doesn't horrible... look. Yeah, he doesn't look that different. Particularly, he looks less different than the other guys, I guess. Yeah, uh, Michael Michael's Ian Black and Shell Walter look very different. They yes. have changed, and, yeah. which is totally fine. They don't look bad. They just they look like they're however many years it's been since Wet Hot American Summer the movie came. <laughs> yeah. They look like they've lived those years, and that's fine. I'm okay with that. Also, fellow podcasters. Yeah, I. <laughs> <laughs> Do, do they have do, do they have free underwear uh no they're not on the mac well yeah. actually no, i thought not suck on that mike and mike right. well i think our scrotums thank us <laughs> and now a word from john bloop, armstrong bloop. <laughs> <laughs> i love this stuff feels great even post vasectomy 
Oh, I haven't felt this connected to John in years. <laughs> <laughs>